Welcome to the Harlan Highway. To the Harlan Highway. To the Harlan Highway. Oh, God. I'm so bloated, man. You ever hear that term, bloat? Bloated? Sounds like boat, but it's bloat. It sounds like a really slow boat. Like, boats are primarily pretty slow to begin with, but if you got a really, really slow boat, it's called a bloat. But this is uh, for the ladies, I guess, because I don't know much about this. This is foreign territory to me. But I always hear that term, I guess it comes around the time of the month, where you ladies get bloated. And I, I guess I've never really understood it. I'm I'm guessing you have a full feeling. You feel like you're carrying uh, water. It feels like you just drank uh, a case of Crystal Geyser. <laughs> ah, bloated. I don't know. What is it? What is the whole bloating thing, man? Maybe you can call me, ladies, and tell me. Maybe even share some of your bloating expeditions, your bloating stories. You can call me and gloat about your bloat, um, 323-215-1486, or just go to the website, harlowilliams.com. The number's right there on the homepage. Call me and leave me a message and tell me what bloating is. What causes it? Where does it come from? Who benefits from it and who doesn't? Is there an upside to bloating? Does it add that extra weight you need for your um, prize fight? You know, you have to hit a certain weight class to get in the ring and beat the crap out of some other bloatee. So you, uh, you get to bloat? I don't know. I'm mystified, and I'm not even faking it. I do not really know what bloating is. I've never had the conversation. It sounds like a fairy tale. Row, row, row your bloat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Bloating is a dream. I don't know. So call me about that. I need to know. I'm on a need-to-know basis. You ever get that when you're in a relationship with someone? They give you the old, oh, I need to know. No, that's not good enough. I need to know. I need, 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 need to know. I have to know. Well, when do you need to know? I need to know right now. Where do we stand right now? I don't know. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No, I I don't know where we stand right now. Oh, you have got to be kidding me. Don't you love it when people put that weird inflection on there? What what is the point of that inflection? Like is that somehow create some kind of thing that will help lure the truth out of someone or Make them step up to the plate. 
you know, like you lie to someone, you go, yeah, I'm a unicorn. And they go, you have got to be kidding me. Okay, I'm not really a unicorn. You got me with that inflection. Oh, unicorns. Where did unicorns go? Huh? Where, oh, where are the unicorns gone? Where are those little guys? Horses with rhinoceros horns on their heads. Jumping around rainbows and eating fairy dust. Oh. Magical. Magical. Just like being here on the Harland Highway. Glad to have you aboard. Having a blast. Welcome, everybody. Let's get it going. Right here, right now. You're on the Harlan Highway with me, Harlan Williams. We can rebuild you. We have the technology. We have the know-how. You are the bionic woman. Yeah, have you heard? They're bringing that series back. That thing was on when I was a kid. The bionic woman. First it was Steve Austin, the $6 million man. That was a great show. All about this guy who was half robot and could jump really high. He could see like an owl. Except the only thing was that when they did that show, the way they made him so it looked like he was jumping so high is they'd uh, film him backwards. You know, he'd jump off of something, and then they'd film it backwards, and it would make it look like he was jumping from the sidewalk seven feet up onto a roof. Or how about when uh, when he'd run? They'd make you believe he was running 100 miles an hour by shooting him in slow motion. Wow, look at that guy go! As fast as a snail. Wow, he must be worth $6 million. Then the bionic woman came along. And that happened later, so she must have been worth, uh, you know, at least $7 million. And now they're bringing the thing back today. And notice they're calling it the bionic woman and not the $6 million woman. Because $6 million don't buy you diddly nowadays, man. You could maybe get a two-bedroom condo down in Miami Beach for $6 million. It's the $6 million condo here on NBC. Do-do-do-do. Oh, my God, there's a condo coming after us. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. So I'm looking forward to that, man. The bionic woman. Maybe I'll ask her out on a date. Have a bionic makeout session. See how that feels. You ever made out with uh, C-3PO? Might feel a little bit like that. Ugh. All right, scrub that. I'm going to go scrub. I feel dirty now. Harlan Williams here on the $6 million Harlan Highway. Yeah, you don't want to be feeling dirty. Um, I guess that's one of the downsides, you might say, of being human. That sometimes we can emit odors. Um, And I'm not talking about gas. I'm just talking about body odors. Right? Under the armpits, maybe. Um... You know, in the hair, some other places where it can get pretty rank. 
Um, do you know anyone like that? I remember I used to go to a gym. This was in uh, Glendale, California. I went to the YMCA. And I don't want to do any ethnic profiling. Um, this isn't a racial thing, but this is just what this guy was. There was this Armenian guy. Glendale has tons of Armenians. It's an Armenian uh, community. Fine, great people. And this guy, this Armenian guy, was uh, working out. And this guy's body odor was unbelievable. It, it It was like a wall. It was like, you ever see footage of that tsunami coming in? And wiping out the beach community in Taiwan or wherever the hell it was. And I say was because it ain't there anymore. Just water. But this guy, it was that body odor smell. And if you were within probably about a six, seven foot radius of this guy, it was overpowering. Like almost like a skunk. (laughs) You ever walk into the waft of a skunk? That's what this was similar to. It was just, it was just horrible. And, you know, I, the, the thing is, you got to wonder, does this person even know? That they, they probably don't know. I mean, how do you smell yourself? Better smell myself before I go to that dinner. Better bend down here. Ooh, that smells nice. How about under my armpit? Oh, nice. You know, what, do you inspect yourself? I don't know if people know it when they smell. Because it creeps up on them, and it just uh, it just kind of permeates all around them. So maybe they don't pick up their own scent. But man, alive. This guy, like, even when he sat down on a piece of workout apparatus, like, after he left, it's like, the leather on on the apparatus would like absorb some of this odor. So even when he was gone, there was that lingering reek, you know, like uh, burnt hair. You ever burn your hair and the smell just kind of gets lodged in your scent gland somehow? <laughs> your scent glands, that made no sense. Um <laughs> Your scent glands are what give off scent, not retrieve scent, if I'm if I'm correct here. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but whatever. Um It's just amazing. And then there are other areas too, and you know, this is kind of getting into the female hygiene world. Right? It's it's the ladies. Sometimes it's it's completely odorous, odorless. Sometimes it's 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 very strong. Sometimes it's kind of repulsive. Sometimes I think for men it's almost stimulating. I I think there's a chemical or an or something in that odor <laughs> that that might actually trigger something. In man, it's kind of like you ever watch the nature channels and and female lions or or other animals. I think it's called estrus. They go into estrus, and the other uh, the other animals can smell their scent, their sex glands, and they they can't resist it, and their their noses wrinkle, and they snarl their lips, and 
They look like they're about to puke, but then at the same time, they just want to get it on, right? So I don't know. I mean, there are ladies out there that probably think, ooh, I don't want any odor at all. But ask ask a guy honestly about the odor. And I'm not trying to be gross here and graphic, but it, it is an interesting topic. I mean, look, I, we talked about bloating earlier, okay? If you can handle bloating, you can handle this, I think. Um, so, I don't know. Strange body odors. Let me know what you think. Call my uh, my voicemail, 323-215-1486. Maybe tell me a story about the worst body odor you ever ran into. Here on the Harland Highway. Harland Williams here with you, and we are steaming down the Harland Highway. And oh, look out the window. Look at that. A strip club. And what do you remember about the strip club? Was it the girls? Was it the outfits? Was it the music? Was it the atmosphere? Was it the funny lights? Or was it the stink? Yeah, you ever been in one of those strip joints and it's just got that kind of off color, like that smoky, stained cushion type of reek? It should almost be its own perfume, like Chanel Number no. 5 or Charlie or Morning Mist. It should just be called Stripper Club Stink. Oh, you smell so good. What does that smell, my darling? I call it stripper club stink. (laughs) Oh, God, I take it back, my darling. You really do smell like a dirty leather seat. Oh, thank you. That's just exactly what I was going for. (laughs) Wait a minute. I also detect some stale beer and a dirty, juicy G-string. Thank you so much. That's exactly what I was going for. You want to come home to my place or you want to go to yours? Hey, where are you going? Hello? Hello? Oh, well, I guess I'll go to the strip club, see what I can dig up. Yeah, it's a bad reek. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. So make sure you wear your nose plugs. Are there any strip club guys listening to the show right now? Um, are there any strip club girls listening to the show? I just don't get the logic behind the whole strip club scenario. Um, you know, think about it. Strip clubs. You go in. If you're a guy, you go in. You sit down. You slowly get toasty drinking the beers or whatever. Hopefully, beautiful women with beautiful bodies start provocatively dancing around you and rubbing on you and teasing you and tantalizing you. And you keep slipping them money and more money and more money, and they keep telling you, yeah, I just broke up with my boyfriend, and I'm kind of on my own right now. I don't know what to do, and I got all these bills, and... You know, they have boyfriends somewhere. They're 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 
telling you that they just broke up to give you a a grain of hope that you might have a shot in you know for the basic dumbass they're like oh my god oh my god she's single she she broke she just broke up with her dude she's vulnerable i can get her i can move in i can be the rebound guy <laughs> You know, these strippers are just full of tricks, manipulations, and that's their job, manipulation. And they're good at it. They use what they got to get what you got. But what I don't understand is how guys fall for it, man. You know? It's like, you know, okay, maybe the first two or three times you ever enter into the strip club world... You're like, wait a minute, what? You mean they don't go out with you afterwards and they don't make love to you in the back seat of your car and you can't just have your way with them right at the strip joint? Oh, man. Okay, I'll give you two or three visits, but if you're going back to a strip club after that and you're dropping two, three, four, five, six hundred bucks a night tipping these tease machines, I don't feel sorry for you. You're a nutbag. You know, strip clubs are, are equal to, you know, if you hadn't eaten for like four days and someone took you into a buffet and there was the spread, lobster and pheasant and goat cheese and French toast stacked into the ceiling and you're like, oh man, we're going to eat now. And you're like, no, 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 just go over and sniff it. Absorb all the wonderful odors and look at the beautiful uh, potpourri of various foods from all over the world. But, oh no, don't you don't get to eat any. You don't get to eat one scrap. But uh, give us about uh, $2,000 just for the privilege of looking and sniffing. Thank you. I mean, would you do that? Someone invited you in for a brunch buffet at a fancy hotel. Would you pay $300 to not eat? I don't think so. So I just don't understand the logic of the guys that go in and torture themselves and get all worked up and get aroused and walk home with their tail between their legs, their wallets empty, depressed. They got they got nothing. I don't know. Very strange. Maybe get a hobby, dudes. Maybe uh, you learn how to fly kites or, uh, you know, carve stuff out of butter, maybe. Learn to churn butter. It's probably, uh, you know, pretty much the same wrist action that you do when you go home from the strip club anyhow, if you know what I mean. Hello. A little naughty there, but Hello. Gonna put a little hello on it anyhow. Hello. So there you go. If you just want to uh, burn your money away, boys, it's all up to you. You head over to Cheaters or the Spearmint Rhino or Cougars or Mountain Cats or uh, the Firefox. You know, they all got these so called provocative names. They sound like bad hockey teams from the uh, northern small towns of Minnesota. 
Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your Rocky Mountain Cougar Cats. And here they are, the Cheaters. I don't know. Get a life. Stop going to strip joints. There, I'm like your mother now. Stop it. Just stop it. If you want to see naked women, come and watch me take a shower. What? All right, we got to get out of this. Let's, let's switch gears here on the Harland Highway. Hey, 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 hey. I gave you seven, and here's number eight. Hey, it's Harland Williams here on the Harland Highway. Well, I guess we're rolling into the fall season now. Summer's over. You know what I'm going to miss about summer? It's kind of a subtle background noise, but you always hear it. It kind of reminds you that you're officially in summer. It's the cicadas. You know that sound. You hear it kind of in the distance or up in a tree. It sounds like someone left a phone off the hook up in a tree. Yeah, that's the sound of the cicada. They're big giant flies. They just, they're about four feet long. They hide up in the trees. And I found out that that noise, that weird phone-off-the-hook noise, is actually their mating call. Is that not sexy or what? Are you turned on, people? <gasps> Can you imagine a mating call like that? Imagine if us humans use that to attract us a little partner. Imagine that. You're at a singles bar. Some dude with gold chains and John Travolta hair and a banana in his pants comes strutting over to you at the bar. Hey, baby, what's up? What's up, baby? Yeah, what's up? And just like that, you're going home with that dude. Huh. Didn't like the outfit, but he got me a... So smooth. So sexy. Who can resist? Who can resist the romantic call of... Good Lord. I'd rather have someone come up and bang a pot in my head with crusty, dry, craft dinner stuck to the side of it. Oh, Cicada. Fly, fly far away. Isn't it weird when you think about how everything has sex? Every living creature. It just feels like sex is such a human thing, you know, because we've made an industry out of it. We've centered a re- religions around it. We've, we've centered uh, part of our, our whole uh, social being around it. You know? Sex is such a big entity, with the human race. So it's, it's it's sometimes weird when you think that other living things engage in sexual intercourse. You know, like, you know, think about your neighbors down the street having sex. And think of your neighbors across the street. And maybe, if you dare, think about your aunts and uncles having sex. Maybe your brothers or sisters having sex or your best buddy having sex with his girlfriend 
or your grandparents having sex, and then picture a zebra having sex, or a couple of crocodiles, or some ladybugs, or some amoebas, even. Amoebas having sex, even. I mean, it's just weird. And you got to wonder, do they have any intimacy with sex? Or is it just like an emotionless, feelingless sensation for them? Like, you know how humans, like, kind of have the psychological side of sex? Where sometimes half half the pleasure of sex is, is the psychological element. As opposed to just the physical act. But maybe when you blend the two together, it, it's even better. But is an animal just a machine? Uh, all the other procreating creatures out there? Do their brains feel any psychological stimulus? Or is it just like, well, my instincts are telling me it's time to mount you. So stand right there. Let me mount you. One, two, up, down, three, four, five, six, up, down, seven, eight. Oh, there's a strange feeling. Pop. And I'll go back to eating some grass. No cuddling. No pillow talk. Just chewing some cud. Hoping you don't get attacked by a, a lion. I don't know. I, I would, I would want to think that maybe there's something more to it for animals, but maybe it's, it means about as much to them as it does, like, going to sleep or walking or, you know? Do they even care? Maybe that's what we need to do. Just, like, tune it all out, man. Probably be less fighting, less murders, less jealousy, less everything. Oh, hi, Agnes. Hi. You want to go for lunch? Okay. You want to have sex first or? Yeah, okay. You know, just that plain, that simple. No, I don't mean it. We all love, we all love the ups and downs, the ins and outs of intimacy, it could be possibly the best part of being human. Well, outside of, you know, the real first pleasure in life, right? Listening to the Harland Highway podcast. Mm-hmm. Hope you enjoyed it today, folks. Love having you on board. Having a blast. Tell your friends. Get them to subscribe. Let's get everyone riding down the Harland Highway. Always open to your suggestions, your comments, your love, your hate. Whatever's on your mind, you can uh, throw me a call. Leave me a voice message at 323-215-1486. 323-215-1486. That's all we got for today. Um. I got to run. I got a girlfriend over in the park who's up in a tree, and uh, we're going to have a little, uh, you know. (gasps) 
of the Harland Highway. <laughs>